This podcast is sponsored by BT, because BT means business. Whatever business you're in, BT's got your back, with reliable connectivity to keep you connected as you grow. Search BT's got your back. This is the Times Evening Briefing on Wednesday the 13th of September. Three people who police want to speak to over the death of 10-year-old Sarah Sharif in Surrey are returning to the UK from Pakistan. Times Radio's Alex Dibble has more. Sarah's father, stepmother and uncle are expected to land in the UK later today to be questioned about her death. Whilst in hiding last week, they released a video in which Sarah's stepmother said they were willing to cooperate with the UK authorities. Sarah was found dead, remember, at the family's home in Woking last month and a post-mortem examination found she had sustained multiple and extensive injuries before her family left the UK. Rishi Sunak says he is committed to the triple lock on state pensions, but he swerved calls to guarantee it will feature in the next Conservative manifesto. The triple lock guarantees an increase of the state pension in line with average earnings, inflation or 2.5%, whichever is highest. Also in the Commons today, Sir Keir Starmer branded the Prime Minister in Action Man as the government deals with the escape of a prisoner from Wandsworth crumbling concrete in school buildings and reports of Chinese espionage. The Labour leader has again called for a general election. No one voted for this shambles. No one voted for him. So how much more damage do the British public have to put up with before he finally finds the stomach to give them a say? Well, Mr Sunak responded by accusing Labour of leading plans to block housing reforms in the government's levelling up and regeneration bill. Rather than make the right long-term decisions for the country, he's taken the easy way out. It is typical of the principles-free, conviction-free type of leadership that he offers. Flip-flopping from being a builder to a blocker, Mr Speaker, the British public can't trust a word he says. More than 5,300 bodies have been counted in the Libyan city of Derna and the toll is expected to increase significantly and may even double. That's the warning from a regional minister there after the city was devastated when two dams collapsed following Storm Daniel. Dave Eastman is from the International Medical Corps. Unfortunately, we're seeing events like this happening more frequently um, with with climate change uh, we're seeing more and more flooding, more drought. Uh, and so these events are going to become more likely. And we will need to think about the kind of infrastructures to prevent these kind of catastrophes. The North Korean leader Kim Jong-un has pledged support for Russia in what he called its sacred fight in Ukraine after a meeting with President Putin. The talks in Russia's Far East, which lasted several hours, could lead to Pyongyang providing Moscow with arms in exchange for assistance with its satellite programme. John Everard is a former UK ambassador to North Korea. He's told us Russia's stockpiles are running short. The numbers are that even after doubling its cell production from about a million cells a year to two million cells a year, Russia is still firing about 10 million cells a year in Ukraine. So it's only supplying one-fifth and it's running very short. There aren't that many currencies around with stockpiles of cells that will fit Russian guns. Uh, and North Korea is one of them. 
And Emmanuel Macron is set to host Sakir Starmer next week for a meeting in Paris, according to The Times, as the Labour leader seeks to boost his international standing ahead of the next general election. It's understood the French president told Rishi Sunak at the G20 summit in Delhi it was logical for him to meet the different players of European countries. The Labour leader is also expected to meet Europol officials in The Hague this week amid efforts to highlight his party's desire to crack down on small boats crossings. And you can hear more on all these stories throughout the day on Times Radio.